Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, it's a while since we've done one of these. Welcome to Richie Firth Travel Hacker. I'm Richie Firth and I hack travel. This is a moratorium. Hello, Christopher. How are you? Okay, Rich, I said it in the last show, and I'm going to get it out of the way now. I apologise for not bringing a spare set of batteries. I thought I had them. They were on the desk, and somewhere between the desk and my bag, they disappeared. I feel that that negatively impacted on what we set out to do and I put my hands up and accept my share of the blame for that small element of what we did over those last two shows. I was ready to graciously accept everything you just said until you slipped right in at the end the words <laughs> your share of the blame. There can't be any blame apportioned to me whatsoever. Look, let, let's just, um, you know, people that might be new to things or it's, it's a while since we've done one of these. These moratorium shows exist in between... Wrong word. Moratorii. These moratorii podcasts... These moratorium episodes uh, exist in between our travel hacks uh, as a chance for everyone to get together and praise us, comment on what happened, say, hey, thanks so much for giving me a hack. This is going to make my life so much better. Unfortunately, on some occasions, due to fuck ups, uh, there are people there going, would have done this, should have done this better. Why didn't you think about this? On this particular one, I mean, this is all on you. My share of the blame is the battery situation. However, I did not drive around the M25 again alone. It's you who inflicted that on the audience, <laughs> not me. It's you who made certain decisions about stopping, about eating, 
not me. Okay, well, let's come to these. Um, the moratorium exists for you, listener. You to get in touch with us. You can tweet us um, at producer Chris at Richie Firth. You can email us travelhackerpodcast at gmail.com. It's your right to reply. You are Barry Took. Okay, so tell us, Chris, what have people been saying since the first episodes of season four of Richie Firth Travel Hacker? I'm going to start with Robin Westcliff. Uh, Rob, Rob does a kind of summary of the entire two-episode hack. Mm-hmm. And so there's elements of this I think we'll come to in more detail later. But I think it's just really useful to have a, a brief summary of the whole thing. Hi, guys. So glad you're back and hacking travel again. Wonderful. It's what you're best at. I like that. That's a great start. Which is, oh, d- that is, no, that is what we're best at, Rich. <laughs> My poor family. Um, part one, Chris's quip about where are the cars. This is not the M25 most people know and hate. If you feel this is representable of a 2M25 journey, then I'm sure you can sleep well at night. That is aimed at you, not me. Okay. I don't really understand what he's just said. I've got to be frank. I think he means by choosing to go on the M25 at a time when no one else bothers. <laughs> but let's move on. The QE2 bridge section, he says. He quotes you then, literally smashing my balls. What was Chris doing to you from the passenger seat? I mean, you did use the word literally, Rich. Um, he then criticises my Citroen. He says it's a C3. He says, sorry, what a shit car. I don't give a shit, mate. I really don't care. It's a green car. It, I must admit, when I was listening back to episode one, it's obviously, it. you know, right now, people are hopefully listening to this only a few days after we recorded it. It was a while back since we went round that M25 over mm. the summer, and I roared with laughter when I suddenly remembered that uh, you did not know what car you drove. I don't. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. <laughs> Um, he then writes more bollock talk and sliding into dogs. I I I think that's probably got something to do with your clackers dogs bollocks reference. We talked. No, it was. We talked was, about um, what species has more pendulous bollocks, whether it was dogs or gentlemen. Yes, and I we mean, that was we, a low we realized that veterinarians were the only people who would be able to uh, clear that one up for us. As long as they've seen pornography. As long as they've seen a set of both. Uh, hopefully, we'll have some of those emails to come to shortly. Right. Uh, whenever someone undertakes Richie, you can feel the vein throbbing in the temple. Richie needs to learn calm in a car. Uh, never going to happen. <laughs> uh, part two, Bonnie and Clyde, what an analogy. At the services. Ah, at the services. You kind of just feel Richie was hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone that knows me will freely say that is a problem. When he saw the KFC, it sounded like love. (laughs) Uh, Batteries aside, never waste your money unless they're Duracell, by the way. I would have bought Duracell if they had them. (laughs) I don't blame Chris at all for this. Thank you. Um... The watch stop was a bit iffy. If there was VAR in the car, it'll all be overturned. Love that you're back, Robin Westcliff. So who's he siding with? He is saying he doesn't think it's my fault that it went wrong, but he is suspicious that we did it in 159.99. The maths is all there to see. Let's come on. Let's come back to that later. Okay. Uh, thank you for your message, Rob. Good summary. 
Do you want to do some maths? Yep, I've got my calculator. Uh, actually, no, I'll do it on a piece of paper. I'm, I think I'm better with paper. Uh, what have we got here? Do you have like a, a room or like a place where just like stuff gets dumped? Uh, every single room in my house. <laughs> Volkswagen Financial Services COVID policy. Yeah, I'll do it on the back you of this. You know we're recording right now, yeah? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, this is from Ian in Australia. Great to see you're both back with your travel hacks and intermittent bickering. <laughs> it's not intermittent, mate. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't stop. I have one point about Richie's assertion about the clockwise direction around the M25 being longer. As a first approximation, if we consider the M25 to be a circle mm-hmm. and assume the middle of the clockwise and anti-clockwise lanes to be 10 metres apart, mm-hmm. then it means the radii... Mm-hmm. of the clockwise a term that i think you'd be very approving of their mm-hmm. radii of the clockwise and anti-clockwise directions also differ by 10 meters therefore the difference in the circumferences between the clockwise and anti-clockwise directions will be two times pi times 10 which is just over 60 meters okay if you convert 70 miles an hour to meters per second yeah you will see that the additional just over 60 metres for the clockwise direction will take an extra... Go on. Two seconds (laughs) to be covered at 70 miles an hour. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to say. I don't don't think there's anything else to answer. If that really is... Proper maths. We wasted an entire <laughs> evening of our lives. <laughs> Two seconds. Two seconds. <laughs> Apart from this, please keep up the good work, Ian. <laughs> what a waste of time, petrol and ozone. Bloody hell, that's oh. so funny. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's crushing, isn't it? Absolutely oh, dear. crushing. Wow. Okay. What was his name? Ian. Ian, good maths. Why did I have to get a pen for that? I don't know. Okay. But thank you for getting it. It might come in handy later. Hey, speaking of coming in handy, probably a good time to take a break, because I see the adverts are back. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, That was timely interjection there, Rich, because uh, Mike has been in touch. Hi, guys. I can't imagine I was the only UK listener that got adverts in your first podcast of the new series. For an American internet company. <laughs> the best the best bit and you know the best bit was when the advert kept running back to back, so I got to hear it twice. <laughs> yours in hacking or not, Mike. Did, look, Mike, be happy for us, okay? It might not have been a fantastic listening experience if you got an advert twice back to back for a product that you're not remotely interested in, but it, it will help um, the, the sinking financial bottom line that is Richie Firth Travel Hacker. Uh Honestly, the ad revenue is, is, is not high at the moment, guys. You can only save us by Patreon. <laughs> yes, patreon.gov.uk slash travel. No. <laughs> Patreon is not a government. Isn't it? <laughs> I was listening back. Why did you keep on going on uh, in that first episode about like um, state spying on DVLA cars and all that kind of stuff? 
You really? Mean, why did I keep going on about that? You really have a problem with automatic numbers, number reg- registration business, don't you? Number plate. I, I, I have a problem. The police state you with kept the, on with going us on having about. a police state. We don't yes, have a police state. Okay, I don't. I can't believe we're back on this. Okay, and I will use the same example as I gave before. Okay. Do you think everything that is legal and illegal now should remain that way forever? Or do you think it's possible that things can ever be just or unjust? And do you also think that is the case throughout history? I do think that things can become more just and less just, so things can change. However, I do think right now... um, Oh, gosh. ...that AMPR is a good idea. Right. I'm not saying that AMPR is a good or a bad idea... (laughs) I am saying that if you have a police state, then you don't have the opportunity to make changes for good. That's all. <laughs> How do we get onto this? Because Patreon's not a government website. I, don't, I can't even believe we're not even mentioning the people blocking the M25 at the moment. <laughs> we're going to come onto them. Patreon.com slash Travel Hacker Podfart. Google it. Carry on. From Tenerife. So we've had uh, we've had UK, mm-hmm. we've had Australia, now Tenerife are getting in touch. Didn't we do a hack in season three to get Greta Thunberg to Tenerife to uh, try and lighten up a bit? Oh, you know what? I've got to say, <laughs> we did so many journeys <laughs> on those, you know, those two seasons. I can't remember a fucking thing. <laughs> it's just good to be driving back around motorways, isn't it? It is. It is. Stuck in service stations with <laughs> COVID-addled lorry drivers. Uh, Roberto Barrero, uh, who is, his job title makes him way too important to be interacting <laughs> with the show. Um, my first and only question is, why didn't you simply use your phones to record the rest of the M25 hack? In practice, that's basically what you did, as the service stop to buy batteries proved to be useless. <laughs> Common sense would dictate that plan B is to use your phones. However, the service stop to buy batteries did make the whole thing quite exciting. So, well done, I suppose. <laughs> Best regards, Roberto. <laughs> genuinely, Rich, I didn't even think about that. Well, genuinely, that's more a point for you than it is for me. I am the hacker. I am the performer. You are the grunt. Right. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. That's it. I thought you were here to perform. That's that's what... No, no. <laughs> and you were there in Clackett Lane. No, it wasn't. It was Cobham, wasn't it? You were there to go and get batteries. You were there, to be quite frank, when we got in the car at Waltham Cross to have batteries with you in the first place. But that's all covered off. So what's your point? I didn't have one. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> very defensive. I do feel very defensive this evening. This is being, yeah, it's being done on a form where I can see you. Um, yeah. And I do feel that my body language is very defensive. I look at you, you're rocking. It's almost as if I, I, I'm making you kind of like stressed. What's interesting is normally by now you have taken your ire out on the correspondent. But, but, for understandable circumstances, I admit, I go back to my apology at the start of this episode, it's all aimed at me so far. So far. Can't see it changing. No, well, uh, <laughs> let's see if uh, this one um, if changes your view in any way. From Mr. John, question one. How will you ensure the lessons of this attempt and the first attempt 
are adequately mitigated for the inevitable third attempt. (laughs) (laughs) How would we do a third attempt? Because you've got clockwise, you've got anti-clockwise. We've done those. They've both shown that they can come in under three hours. I don't know. Two hours. (laughs) I don't know what there is left on the M25. Because it's a circle. Yeah, so so I, I, I agree on the M25, but the, your final word there is relevant. Circle. North circular, south circular. Oh, combined. yes. The inner ring. A lot of international listeners won't even... I don't think we've even mentioned the inner ring on any of the uh, the four episodes that now exist of us driving around the M25. Because, of course, we'd have to do that um, clockwise and anti-clockwise. Oh, God. we could do that in two cars all right we could start in your um uh your citroen air glider or whatever it's called um maybe you in yours me in mine you pointing one way me pointing the other and if we we should meet the other like halfway around shouldn't we why didn't we do that for the m25 uh because you can't get across the carriageways and there's more speed involved wasn't the whole point that we were supposed to do these things together oh yeah and now now you want to separate us. well after the last two episodes it might be prudent <laughs> we've been back for one <laughs> one journey the north and south circular is for season five five this is season four isn't it oh okay it's season four you're right i haven't got a clue mate <laughs> um mr john has a second question here we go. We've kind of addressed it. Can every live season of Travel Hacker start with an M25 attempt? <laughs> and he actually suggests we both go anti and count uh, clockwise and counterclockwise oh. and communicate via CB radios. That's not a bad idea. I mean, another thought is not to ostracize our listeners elsewhere in the UK uh, or even in the world as the uh, as the as the revenue pause in um there are other orbital motorways there was the german one there was the german one i was thinking birmingham um <laughs> there's the german one there's the german one okay we'll do the german one and hey hey but no the german one there's no speed limit because it's an autobahn that's a myth no it's not a myth have you ever been driving in germany i'm gonna google right now what there are i don't know if every is... single road is like this but I remember when I first went on the autobahn and there was like speed limit signs everywhere. What is the speed limit in Germany? Here we go. Speed limits in Germany are set by the federal government. All limits. There are two default ones. 50 kilometres, 31 miles an hour in built up, 62 outside built up. Motorways. Hold on. Oh, it implies there's speed limits. Yeah. I've like I, I did you not hear what I said? I didn't listen to it. <laughs> it looks like you can go 130 miles an hour on uh, on the motorway though. It says 50 in built up areas, 100 out of built up areas, 130 on the motorway. That's kilometers surely. Oh, what's 130 in kilometers? I'm going to guess based on my knowledge of fast medium bowling. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I am going to guess that is 
I'm going to guess that's about 82 miles an hour. It's 80 miles an hour. Okay, it's Jimmy Anderson sort of pace. Oh, that's an insult to Jimmy. Jimmy can get up to sort of 83, 84. Oh, only, in, only with the new ball in the first session. <laughs> Jimmy Anderson ain't listening to this. I, I've got no criticism, or you know, I don't think you have to be lightning quick to be good. No, that's true. Well, I've seen as you. we have proven on this last journey. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Tortoise and hare. Okay, let's take another break, and we're back. What was that advert for there? Um, an American internet company that no one, well, not no one. We do have international listeners, but any British listeners? Um, well, actually, no. I found when I listened to it, it was for IKEA. Okay, mm. good, good. I Thank three you, IKEA. IKEA adverts. Thank you, three IKEA. <laughs> you really like it. You like their hot dog. Don't aren't I, you one of these people who just goes there for the food? I do. It was either IKEA or it was Volvo. Oh, hang on a second. I know it was it was a Swedish company. Are I, you just Scandi stereotyping here? No, no, I think it was IKEA. Um, and I've often wondered why they don't do their food just as like a high street cafe. I think they're really missing out. Um, and they could, but they, could that also not be a collection centre? You could do your IKEA shopping online mm -hmm. and you go and collect it nearer to your house. I think that would pick up a meatball. I think that would bung up a high street personally. I think I'm happy with where their locations are just for like the big stuff, but right. I think they could take up some high street space for ikea calves great look i i i i've immediately gone off my own idea anyway so great <laughs> um some more communicai this is the final one of the show okay but it's very important and i don't know how much you're gonna like it okay from lynn you really needed to stop the clock as soon as you stopped the car at the service station, Lynn, we, we've, that's already, you haven't even finished your first sentence. That's what I said. There. We'll come back to that bit. Let her finish. Then restart it when you turned on the ignition. No, Lynn, no. She then pays us a brief compliment. Thank you for your message. Lynn. Why do you not read the compliments out? You just read the... Right. Um... <laughs> it's actually not a massive compliment. I'm now going to read it out. Go on. It was a fun couple of episodes. <laughs> Damned by faint praise. <laughs> you don't know how much of our lives, the planning from me, from me at least, yeah. The time it took to get there. Yes. The time it took to drive to the motorway. The time it took to drive around the motorway. The time it took then to get back in my Vauxhall, whatever it is. Citroen. Citroen. The time it then took me to drive back home, the time it then took to edit, listen back, post it online, and now record this program <laughs> for a, quote, fun couple of episodes. <laughs> um, I think that's the main point that I'm taking away from this. There are things that both of us could have done better, but we would have had an accurate time if we had turned it off when we got to the services and then turned it back on when we then left. Okay, look, I see there's, there, there's three options that we can get. Hang on a second. Big old, big old freight train going past, I've Rich. I've missed them. Option number one is, as Lynn says, and I think you're, you're saying now that you agree with, which was we pulled up at the services, mm -hmm. stopped the clock. Yeah. I then went to three stores trying to buy batteries, get back in the car, start 
the clock again and as go. we start the ignition. Yeah, go. like Bonnie yeah. and Clyde. It's, for me, that is completely wrong and completely manipulates the potential outcome of it. I think there are two other options that I think are worth considering that are better than where you and Lynn are right now. One is yeah. the moment we come off the hard shoulder and then the moment we come back on the motorway. Yep. Because otherwise we're not on the motorway. For fuck's sake, I said that on the day. I said that. Hang, hang on. That's option number two, which I think is a more legitimate option. I yeah. said that. Or option number three, which is the most legitimate option of them all, which is exactly what we did to keep the clock running. We're not going to agree. We're not going to agree. Um, it was an absurd waste of our time. Um, and before bib, we... Bib, 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 bib. It's seven o'clock time for you to get up, Richie. <laughs> no, I woke up for a piss in the middle of the night. It took me three <laughs> minutes to get back to sleep. I'm not getting out of bed till 7.03. <laughs> Here's how season five of Richie Firth Travel Hacker gets underway. We do the M25 the long way round a second time. There's already been demand on this moratorium for, for every live season of Travel Hacker being on the M25. But I'll trade you off, okay? Here's a deal. Is that what you call it these days? <laughs> we'll do it when there's cars on the road. Oh, what time? What time would be agreeable with you? Oh, my God, Rich, I'd take a day off work to do it in the middle of the day. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> yes. That's how it is, all right? We'll do a 9 a.m. Oh, my God, this is going to go so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Season five, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, Waltham Cross Car Park, 9 a.m. I'm in. I'm 100% in. And we are going to need to book a full day off work. <laughs> I'm only doing this when Heathrow and Gatwick are both fully open again, by the way, as well. I do a live radio show. I do a live radio show <laughs> at 4pm in the afternoon. Take it off. We're not, we're not going back to the overground hack where I took a full day off work, yeah? <laughs> yeah. And you insisted on us doing it at weird times of day so you could still fit in your other so-called job. The overground hack, the only one in our four seasons that was over three episodes. And still a failure. <laughs> <laughs> and on that would be a good time for us to close. We're back out with a fresh hack for you next week. Has that been decided which one that they will be hearing? Um, I think we should do it. I think we should put them out. This is live, live discussion now in the order in which we recorded them. I actually can't remember what we did next. We, we cycled first. <laughs> excellent tweet us anytime Richie Firth or producer Chris on Twitter you can email us travelhackerpodcast at gmail.com you can find us on Patreon not a government or state supported website patreon.com slash travelhackerpodcast and we will be back with a fresh episode when we have something up our backsides and two wheels below them Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.